Pablo Mosh. Uh, here we go. The Mosh Blow. Live from the Macaroni Mansion, <laughs> it's the Brawl Street Breakdown! That's, that's wow. all right. I'm not mad at that one. Wow. Well done. Thank Mackie you. Lawless Mercy. It took you fucking two months to do that. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's a progressive, uh, progressive what podcast. What humble pie were we listening to? I don't need no doctor. Right. He don't need no doctor. The wasp. Look. Mark for the wasp. That's the second record? I don't know. <laughs> no, Mark I of the wasp. Later. I love I love <laughs> that, that. I love you hate metal and that's the metal <laughs> and Flaming cod piece. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Cod right. piece all day. I'm in. I'm in. If you've got a cod piece on, I'm buying your record. Look. I'm buying the cod piece too. <laughs> exactly. Something tells me you own several. Sicko, what episode is this? I think we're at uh, 33. You're listening to episode 33. 7 million. Of the Broad Street Breakdown, that's, a.k.a. That's 7 a, that's million. That's a bit much. I was going to say Snake Eyes, but that's not 33, is it? No. <laughs> that would be a... Uh... He's already <laughs> off to a roaring <laughs> start. Um, Jesus Christ. Why can't I take the Lord's name in vain like that? Yeah. You need to be well, it's episode 33. That's the age some, that Jesus was killed at. So You need some saving, son. Let's have a Jeebus-themed show. You need saving. Oh, I'm saved, pal. The lady at the diner was like um, telling me and my mom like some personal shit. And she was like, and da 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 but thank Jehovah. And I was like, oh, it's coming. <laughs> there it is. But I figure maybe... She was regulated, like, yo, man, don't don't hand out pamphlets and don't. Like, don't, remember don't our boy, praise. our boy at Tories, we used to go shopping for the yeah. big and tall. Yeah, you know they fired him because of that. Yeah, R- Richard or whatever. Yeah, they rehired him, but for a while he was he was. He'd be like, oh, yo, you didn't see new poll that came in. By the way, uh, love Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> Here's my pamphlet. Yo, he did. He'd be like. All right, so here we got the new polo rugby's Ezekiel <laughs> seven point. <laughs> and you yeah. you'd like get your receipt and it'd be like a like a, a Jesus verse, pamphlet. Yeah, John, like John three sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, uh that was that was a little bit weird. She's she's like the sweetest lady ever though. So I didn't want it to get to, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You like, you, you, you try to no sell just to get it to end, and then when it doesn't end, Bro, that's when there's a problem. I was like, like three sentences away from it being a problem, and she she stopped. Like in my head, I was like, she's got three more sentences. Well, I have, I have an exterminator. He comes four times a year to my crib, and okay. he sprays the whole house. Right. And my mom was like, yeah, last time he was talking Jeebus stuff, and I was like, I'll be here for the next one. So sure enough, I walk, you walk around the house with him and you open up the attic and all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And he started to do the gimmick. I'm like, ah, man, blah, 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 blah. And like 20 minutes later, he's like, well, do you believe? I said, look, man, not for nothing, but if I we be- can, if we continue this conversation, it's not going to end well. So how do you want to play this? And he was like, oh, okay, sir, okay. He was like an older guy. Right, right. And I was like, look, man, you're at my house. Yeah, I believe I'm paying you not to talk. Yeah, I'm being polite. And if, if this is what you have to do, because it, it sounded like he was like uh not the stereotype, but an older Irish gentleman who had some a bad past. Yeah, like a yeah. bad drunken bad. Like he was hinting, hinting at having it. So I'm like, this is what you got to do to cope. That's awesome, Yo, man. But man, like, whatever gets you through the day. Right, it's, right. To me, it's like I've no. Well, it's not I've noticed like, historically with all of us. It's like that we're from that generation of like the 
Jehovah Witnesses knocking on our doors and everybody in the crib either not answering or some people would take glee in answering and like I used to like 10 years ago I would answer and say something funny like haha I worship Satan yeah, and they would yeah. get a crazy eyed face and I'm like nah just get away and now I don't even answer the door I answered the <laughs> I took a L like a year ago because <laughs> I was waiting on a package that's how they get you so they got me bro like doot, 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 and I was hype it was something I was waiting for and I answered it the first possessed record. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> if, they're, if they're smart, they're going to wear like Amazon Prime shirts. Yeah, the yeah. Only, only yo, I time. like that idea. Yeah. Or wear the UPS Brown right. gimmicks. And then when I'm like, oh, you just gave me the first Morbid Angel on Blue Vinyl. <laughs> I'm, and I'm gleeful. Then you hit me with the right hook and right. drop, you know. So, so I was like, but I got the last laugh because I basically answered the door like, in uh, one sock on, in it, was, I, it was like my cholo outfit. <laughs> I basically answered the door in like house shoes. They they up and downed me and were like, oh shit. But um, it was the strangest. It was like an older black woman, an Asian woman, and like a seven year old Puerto Rican girl. <laughs> They I'm do like, rock the kids with them, I guess, to kind of soften it up a yeah, little bit. Yeah, so you can't wild out. Yeah, yeah. That, that might be it, but I, yo, I don't, they didn't, they handed me the gimmick and, and we're like, peace in the Middle East. So I don't know if they were like, you know what I'm saying? Right, like right. taking them back. They were looking for the older per per people that they can easily the manipulate. The people yeah. or... Like the naive looking young kid who, yeah. who has the I'm stupid, tell me yeah. what to do yeah, in face. Yes. Um but uh <laughs> yeah, that was but no, this lady's mad nice, but yeah, I, I stayed ducking the the um the propaganda. Yeah, but I'm thinking now Pablo brought it up and I brought it up they must get over now because we all wait for Amazon. Yeah. It's like now that you, you cop records online, you cop gear online, sneakers online, the things that I I buy the most are are online. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I guess I could get, I'll open that door if, they, if they're trying. You keep on knocking, but you can't come in. I live in an apartment building, so I don't worry about these things. They don't come to You're lucky. Door. <laughs> <laughs> well, I live in a one Sick bedroom apartment. Like, check this, dog. I live in a box. They don't be bothering me, dog. I I prefer to call it a gated community. Yeah. The pizza guy's got to meet me out in the streets, yeah, right? <laughs> I gotta go get the Chinese in the lobby. Yeah. When he calls, he's like, <laughs> he gives the color and make of a car <laughs> in front of his building. I see them pick up Chinese like, at the trolley stop. Like, <laughs> they like address. He's like green seventy four Pinto. <laughs> Sigo, how are you this week? I'm doing all right. I got if, if you don't mind, I'm gonna pit myself over. Oh, please do. October 22nd coming up. Uh, it's a Saturday afternoon. Me and my No Slam Dancing co-author are going to be speaking at the Trenton Free Library in the lovely city of Trenton. We're gonna talk Good about luck. writing books and tell punk rock stories, <laughs> and they're doing a whole thing where they're archiving all our source material for our books. So. If you're in Trenton, come well, by. Well, go ahead. Welcome. Uh, please leave by sundown or you're going to get killed. 
Inter- interesting fact. Please leave now. <laughs> Trenton's been gentrified a little bit. It's a little okay. I remember you saying that that it was a little. Uh, it, 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 they're trying to make it the new up and coming, well, but they're. You remember? You remember? Um, the remember? Trend- yeah, I remember. Not remember. The Trenton train station. This one, yes. correct it, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's How rich. Dare you. Take it when you can. Um, the Trenton train station that uh, Rollins made famous talking about, um, and a lot of Peach Melba. Words, yeah, go ahead. Where Sid and Nancy were known to have slept mm-hmm. and nodded off during their days. It used to be one of the scariest places on earth. So when I first met Amy um, to get out to meet her, I would always take the train out to Trenton and meet her at the station and the first time she told me to do that i'm like i ain't going to trenton train station because yeah. i'm remembered from like 1985 and it's completely it's like the cleanest safest most well-lit place in all of trenton now so but the rest of it is still yeah. fucking scary yeah. <laughs> but yeah we'll be at the trenton free library october 22nd that's all i wanted to say all right then hello pablo what's up baby how you doing Baby, wow! The fuck is that about? Man? Are, are you stealing George's babies? P. Jiggy's got it and tat it. You know what I'm saying? Have you been paying attention to me lately? Wow! Yo, man. So on the computer, <laughs> I was waiting for that. It says okay. Pablo, and then underneath it, as as a um, as a bullet point. Yes. Oh my god! I'm gatted and tatted. <laughs> Jesus! I'm. I am. Yeah. I feel like. I don't. I still don't know how I feel about you looking into that abyss, man. I didn't have a chance to do any red herrings on this one today, too. But I'll do one for the next episode. He loves. But yeah, the red so uh, he, well, he learned yeah. what it was, and he's just and he's old dude. So yeah, so there's a uh, Jordy at Crescent Street Tattoo has been putting me over. So I got a new tat. I got this uh, Crescent Street Spider. It's pretty scary. Hello, Miss Jordy. And then what I got up? this John. Look at this. Us over them. Oh, us versus us versus them. Right, Jeff? Well, which is it? Us, us versus them, right, Jeff? Yeah. Or what is it? The problem is he's them. What is it? So that's badass. But <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So my new ears, I got a new gimmick for for uh, I I just want a Jackie cam for <laughs> the future. Just the reaction shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One more ca- we have three cam one more camera can't hurt. Nah. Just <laughs> we need a Jackie cam. Right near the the voodoo gimmicks down on our shaking our head at everything. Hey, Jack. Every time the eye roll goes, it just goes further and back in our head. head shake mixed with an eye roll, and I got a a, a beautiful view. Nice. So that's badass, right? I'm tough now. <laughs> so so I have a new... I like how he's rhetorically... So that's badass, uh, right? So my new thing is I'm trying to get as many tattoos that Jeff has on my body. <laughs> so so my next one's either going to be the lion on my head <laughs> or or the Jackie Brown initials. It's a tiger. Why don't you get a tattoo right? of Jeff? I'm getting the Jackie Brown initials next. Jackie? Yeah, Jackie? Yeah. Why don't you get a cartoon of Gavin on you? That could work. I would do that. I also like uh, I like a lot of stuff on him. The chopper one is dope. The um, you're not getting anything on your head, man. No, no, not on my head. But his chopper's on oh, his leg. Oh, you were saying the thing on his head. Yeah, he's thing. got like a line on his head. I might get that somewhere. It's a tiger. Eh, it's, it's, it's scary it nonetheless. It's scary I nonetheless. He said line. A line. Lion. You know what you should get. Go you ahead. You should get. The drawing that he did of you on you. Yeah, what happened to them? They're over there. I need them. Those gimmicks too. Yeah, somebody for my, need, for my cheap I plugs. I don't. Oh yeah. We I got. We got to scan them so we can put the pictures up too. I don't have the pictures. 
Sabotage? I might have. I don't remember what I have. And you're not drawing tonight, Jeffrey. Ah, uh, here we here, go. Man. There is a sharpie shortage at the macaroni no, mansion. Well, sicko's fucking cheapo with his. He's. I bet he got four more in his bag. He definitely not sharing. Does. Well, I have the big Johns. The oh big my god. No, why? He's got more, Jeff. I was yeah, joking, and he's. Be, what happens every time I this. give you one of these? <laughs> what happens every time I give you one of these? I, me, I hate them. Right, so I, I didn't bother I'll, taking them out. Them. So you should have used them. No, this is. I bought brand new sharpies. No, no, no. I don't want to give you one. That's not how friend behaves. I mean, first of all, I'm very particular about I know my you're very, you're very selfish. Yo, he the started one, yeah. the night with one sharpie. Now there's four. Yes, you're right. And he did, he was uh, oh looking around <laughs> the room. He oh, was being oh, selfish about the, the one, one that he had. Like, yeah. nah, Nizal, yeah. you because can't I just it. gave you one like a week ago. You didn't give me shit. It was I've in never... the thing over <laughs> the there for that, you to use. The fact that Gavin can't keep it together. How has dare you? To do with me. How do I not? Well, well, I'm this? not taking markers from this home. What do you mean? I walk into this home with the same things I leave this home. Look, no, just knock the captain over. Fucking all sparked up. Wait a minute. I'm gonna buy a fucking box of sharks. You're that's what you're talking. I'm you're talking them right in the middle of the table. You're talking. Everybody big. can have a fucking sharpie party. I'm all with right. that. Sharpie party. That's I'm my new band. band. Yeah. So what is the gimmick you got on your arm that you don't know what it says? It's us versus them. <laughs> it's us over them. Exactly. That's what Jeff. That's, that's what it is. Why does he have that, man? How did you allow this to happen? Well, because he's there. You kept on knocking and you let him in? No, Pablo's one of us, as much as we hate the fact that it's. We <laughs> hate us. We hate, they hate him. Hate. Blah, 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 blah. Black flag said it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, you popped right. Jackie. Yeah. Jackie Brown. Sigo is. <laughs> I keep thinking that stupid thing in the corner is a person. Drive me crazy. Yeah, it is. Every time I look over oh, there, I fuck think it's Jackie. I hate her in her house. I can't wait till it gets closer and, it's and closer the corner, to It's the corner of my eye, too, which is where I see everything out of the corner of my eye. I, you're oh, you're uh, kind of a, blocking it, so when you move a little forward oh, or a little back, I'm like, yes. Yeah, oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's terrifying. Jackie's crazy voodoo gimmicks. Uh, <laughs> we we have... We, Without giving too much away, we have some plans in the fu in the near future for special shows, and Jackie has already started preparing for it a month in advance. Yes. So as as the weeks roll on, it's going to get more and more fucking macabre. Outrageous. Well, not only did he use it correctly, he, he, he pronunciated he, it correctly. I thought he was going to say macabre. Macabre, as a killer priest would say. Wow. He took it right back. He was. It was like a yo-yo. He dangled it Jackie's out there. And like, it... um, Jackie's like Richard Christie, the drummer of death with Halloween. Yeah, it's my favorite. <laughs> she gets all dressed up, too, with the gore and everything. Fancy makeup. Because I saw you the one year at the Serial Killer show. You were all dressed up in a ghoulish outfit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then you posted a picture of you and your friend with all scab, fake scabs and stuff. <laughs> Chopped up. I saw necks. that. Overdoing it. A when y'all saw the Grow serial up. killers, them, they have to be pushing 60, right? Uh, yeah, the one guy didn't play the next show because he like had a heart attack or yeah. something. The singer. Why or where did I get the idea that 
They're a San Francisco band, not a Philly band. Um, Did they move from San Francisco, then base themselves here? You know how people say that? Like, um, I'm wording it. Like, Metallica was, you know, not to bring Bay up metal, but, but, but dudes moved there to make that happen. Serial I killer. think they moved to L.A., didn't they? No. Serial killer Paul, fake Paul Bear, not our Paul Bear, yeah. lived, moved from Philly to San Francisco at one point. And then came, they, he came back. Yeah, I think they all. And he's not in Philly now. Okay, I thought they came here and made. They have what one LP, and then the seven inch with the house. Gary Hynix, Gary Hynix, look what you done. I I don't know. Roadside Rendezvous. From what, from what I I think I remember an, an LP with them standing around. Obviously, in 2016, I'm it's going to be old, but them standing around even at the time, an old car. The Rosa Rendezvous has this, the serial killer guy Rendezvous. in front of the car. It's like a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. remember that. This that's, isn't that's what the I'm only talking. Album that they have. This isn't what I'm talking about. That then then someone bootlegged it and put it out with a different cover, or there's a fucking band called the Serial Killers that has their identical story. Because I was just looking to try to buy the. Gimmick yeah. with the d- d- nickel bag of dirt from Gary Hyde. Oh, the guy had a seven inch. Correct. Yeah. <clears throat> and while I was digging, this gimmick came up. I'm like, I never saw this before. Mm. And I read this little brief synopsis, not of the record, but of the band. <clears throat> and it was like hailing. What do you ha- want, the seven inch? Uh, I want anything I can I'll get. I'll my- give it to you tonight. I have the seven inch with the dirt. Yeah, I think I still have mine. You can have mine if you want it. I, well, why aren't all these records being bestowed? You're not allowed to sharp. You're not getting the sharpies. You're not getting the serial killers. Hold now on you, Paz. Yeah, first off, he's showing forget. pictures of records he found in his mother's basement. I'm like, these should all be mine. Yeah. Why? Why? See, Chopper knows. Why? Hey, I ain't arguing with Chopper. What are you doing with them? I don't know that you have a turntable. I don't believe that you do. I do. You're not allowed to play anything loud, and everything yours should go to me. That's why. Why would you want any of them? What do I have that you would even want? Oh, the old metal records. Oh, I always forget I have them. You can fucking have them. You can have them. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Right. Give it to him. Now come over to my mom's house and take them. I don't know about that. I'm scared of dying. Well, I'm saying I ain't delivering them. You can't deliver them. Right. Right. This guy. If you want them, come and get them. And what do you have that you're not giving me? The serial killers with the dirt. What else? I'd have to look. I'll look tonight. Why are you yelling at me? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so a, you're getting him tattooed on you. That's where we left off. Yeah. I might get uh, OG with, in the heart. What do you feel about too. this, Gavin? He's my man right there. I support him. Soul brother. With the heart? <laughs> We might get the gimmick where it's like uh, the broken the heart. Broken he, gets heart. The, he gets the left and I get the right. Yeah, yeah. The the <laughs> yeah. the gimmicks you wear. Yeah. All right. Okay and you can put a, pit them together so they make a. Yeah, Wonder Twin powers activate. What's been Full going of on a with podcast. You? What's been going on with me? <laughs> yeah. Fending off this nonsense. You sleeping? Um, sleeping good? How's yeah. the pat? It's good. I like it. I'm a fan. You seem, you seem a little peppier. A There's little... some pep in your steps, some slide in your glide. I'm dare, not gonna lie. Dare I say happier? Dare I say? Well, no. he just cut. He just cut. Yeah, cut yeah. you the look, so yeah, that yeah. means not happy. Cutting eyes at me. Yeah. I had to bring my car into the gimmick this week. Uh, oh, that's it's not never it. a goddamn good story. Here we that. go. It isn't. No. There's no good car story. No. 
It was all right. Kathleen texted me on Sunday. She's like, all of a sudden, the air conditioner just stopped. I was like, well, Pablo over no one. <laughs> wow. Like that? <laughs> it's Pablo no, Verse. I, was, I, was I thought it was Pablo Verse. No one. Oh, it's Charlie. Yeah. Does it, when it heats up, does his eyes Pretty come Charlie. out? Is that yeah. how the thing works? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the air, so I had to bring it in, get the air conditioner and heat fixed. So he probably clobbered you for that. <coughs> really? Two hundred. Oh, all right. Yeah. Did you fucking fix the roof of that car too? The fucking ceiling I keeps caving in. No. Every picture I see, the fucking ceiling gets lower and lower. No. You're gonna have to cut a fucking hole in that so bitch just to drive. No. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I like you know, it. get a fucking staple gun at least. <laughs> like you know it. the gimmick? Yeah. Dude, I, this shit is so low. I, I feel like, like I'm in a lounge when I'm in the car. Like I'm in the pink lounge. It it the pink lounge. It gives my car aviance. It does have a lot of aviance. <laughs> well, what the fuck you want from me? I like it. You should put a gimmick in there. Little strobe ball. Oh, a disco ball. Perhaps. Yeah, disco yeah, ball, yeah, yeah. The mini gimmick. <clears throat> you could charge a mission for that shit. I could. Cover charge. I could. I could. <laughs> I, I could. I will. Four bu- Five dollars. Only five dollars. I won't charge Don't more than that. More. I won't charge the kids more than that. Five dollars. <laughs> if your store charges more, write this address. I feel like. Send a self-addressed stamped envelope. I feel like at the, in, when it got to be 2000 we charged six dollars. How old is old? Is that true? Yeah. Um, I don't know about the shows, but the prices of the records went up by a dollar. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and there was quite the backlash, if you'll remember, Ian. People were very angry with you. I do remember. I talked to Stupid Sicko at the time, <laughs> and the two of us hated it. Did stu- yes, we did. Did Stupid Sicko call you a sellout? No. Well, he supports my art. <laughs> but he was a little disappointed. I let him sit on the fucking Discord no. porch. Yeah, and I you don't you don't do that again. <laughs> I put him on the list, so it was okay. <laughs> and for the I'm, kill taker, <laughs> I'm sad guy. <laughs> He's sad. I'm sad guy. What's his name? Picciotti or whatever. Picciotto. Yeah. Picciotto. Yeah. I don't know. How you it's pronounced gee. <laughs> sad gee. Sad it's key. really, it's really fucking hard <laughs> to not fucking agree with everything he says when you call yourself gay. <laughs> My name's Sad Gee. I like to dance and hang upside down on the basketball. Thing. My name is spelled J O N. You pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, for me, I don't have much news other than the fact that I had a mishap. Uh-oh. Happing a miss? Yes. <laughs> I, I, uh, I cut open a body part. Stop. That, Stop. <laughs> uh, your body part or someone else's? Mine. mine. <laughs> I was handling business in an area. Yeah. Oh no. I don't like where this is going I've, at all. I've been there, pal. You know what I'm getting? Yeah. Jackie, hold your ears. Yeah, Earmuffs, Jackie. There. I do not there. like where this is going. I mean, it's not going. It's not. Oh. You know, I'm not. Like, see, there. this is why I don't do any of those things. Continue. That's an area where mistakes should not ever happen. Continue. Oh, it, 
Continue. It happened. Yeah, see, there's and no there, need. And for there that. was a bloodlet. Stop. I'll be. I'll stay bushy. <laughs> it it it'll bleed. Fuck. That's the price you gotta pay for being a fucking hunk. I Not need worth the call it. fill in. Is what I'm trying to get at. Oh. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. Me and yeah, Pablo. Not the, the, the undercarriage. I've been there too. Yeah, not the. Uh, listen, uh, when you're using a five blade five razor, shit happens. Look, See, those, that happens. does not belong anywhere near that area. Are you trying to tell me I shouldn't be no. playing around with my meat and two veg? Not with sharp razor sharp things at all, ever. There's no need. You, you I, I, I would go back to it once it healed. I mean, uh, look. I continue as it's bleeding. I still continue shaving. Uh, you have to. Yeah, yeah, you have yeah, to. You gotta yeah. go for it. Then. Look, yeah. man, you're in Nam. Right. Or like, what are you gonna do? Y'all are eat the bugs. The peroxide cleans it. The peroxide cleans up anyway. Literally and figuratively. When you're when you're in Nam and you're in the shit. Look. Yeah. Either give up. War as hell, man. Nope. War is, you either give up, and you lay there. White flag it. And the Viet Cong get you. Yeah. Nope. And make, uh, make a ear- skewer out yeah. of you. Nope. Or you trudge on. Did the mouth. Through the shit. Did the mouth. Did the mouth. The heart of darkness needs to be smooth. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah. Right. I know. The, I'm, I'm fine with getting, the jungle. Getting there, you have to go through the jungle sometimes. That's, That's why I. And what, you, what do you do when you go through the jungle? You have a machete. Machete. Yep. Yep. And you chop your way yep. through That's, to get to the heart of darkness. I've been nope. there. Or like I recommended episodes before, you get the nair, nah. no fuss, no nah, muss. Man. Just smells nah. bad. You just nah. do, you just, you just do the deal, <laughs> and it's done. That's that. Y'all can do that. Let's do a, a YouTube on that one time. We'll do an in- instructional. Grow it out. Do a no. nair versus we'll, shave nope. deal. Yeah. My my area uh-huh. matches whatever's <laughs> going on on my head. I if like that. Head, if my head is, my area is. Man, you got me all excited now. <laughs> I'll tell go. you what. If you look at my haircut, a low Caesar, that might be what my Huang has <laughs> as a cut. <laughs> my carpet don't match the curtains. Yeah, mine, my yeah, shit slick on top. Saying, and we're full on 1974 below the equator. That's fucking. That's yeah, well, my ball sack ain't bleeding, so Jeez. I win. I'm not bleeding right now, man. <laughs> nope. Wrap that shit yeah. up and move along the way. Yeah, right. man. It's Peroxide fixes it all. Vile. Can't help you. It's vile. I don't participate in a lot of sick, uh, anti-sicko humor. It's just not where my thing goes. You know what I mean? <laughs> gee, but Gee, thanks. But on this one, I, I'm not with you. Yeah. I'm not with you. I it's, not, it's not for everyone. It's like, it, I imagine it's it looks still, like It's still... Uh, under the bush is still ten feet long. That's sicko. Hammer. Oh, I'm sure. The hog. Yeah. Now, can I ask a? a <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's like a giraffe it's, peeking its head out of the bushes. Super, it's super personal. Out of the canopy. <laughs> That's what it is. Fuck. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Uh, uh, how can I word this? Oh, Jesus. No, no, no. Because of your right and. Well, not your because you will say I'm not discussing that. It won't come off disrespectful. So I'll just Paul. I'll just Paul with the jab. Does your better half 
subscribe to this same. She does not. What does she think about what's going on with what your philosophy is? I mean, you got to factor in we're going on 20 years I don't together. F- That's I, whack, man. Yeah. She don't give a fuck. Oh, she does. I mean, if she does, then she does. It's not my problem to deal with. That's her problem. Maybe. Oh, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> please continue. This is making me very uncomfortable. Come on, man. Maybe Sicko's... Um, Area uh-huh. acts like a trampoline, like because it's so unkept. It's like pow 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 pow. It's possible. It's possible. Oh, I know. What's it, no, I know. Was it like pow 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 pow? You know what I mean? Is it like kept a, or kempt? Unkempt. Unkempt. Is an M in there? There is indeed. There's a lot in there. There is. <laughs> Apparently. Whole lot going on. Apparently, it's like Saigon in there. I like rock a natural, baby. I ain't fucking with the white man's product. <laughs> Look, that's your own problem, man. Yeah, man. Again, my ball sack ain't bleeding. The Gavin, can you explain uh, what we're gonna discuss? Because uh, people. I... Uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was done. I was done. Wow. Uh, people. Hear me now. Listen. So we. Uh, Are you saying people, this with peace and love? Always. All right. Peace and love. Peace and love. Love. People always hit us up with things they like about the show. So th- in the last couple of weeks, for whatever reason, a lot of people have been hitting us about the recommended. They love the recommended thing. Um. So we were saying, well, let's name off some. Bands, records, songs, stuff that is a little bit more obscure that people might not have heard of before. It may not be obscure to everybody at this table here, but it may be sort of obscure or unknown to somebody who's listening right now. So we're going to just, na- not a list of stuff, we're just going to throw some shit out there that uh, of stuff that and maybe have a slight discussion on each thing about... Um, and just throw some shit out there that you guys can check out on some level. Um, mine are all songs. Yeah, and I know most uh, most of mine, I think, are on you know YouTube or whatever. It's not like something that you're gonna have to, you know, if go to Vinny's guy putting, in the yeah, hut to get. Yeah, you know if you're I mean? putting YouTube into the equation, everything of mine you can find. A yeah. couple of them are like twelve inches, that, right? That are long out of press, but it's not so. I mean, I, for me, probably. I think if I did five things, Chopper, get out. <laughs> Jack, call oh. Chopper, man. Right here. Come on. Um, Let's go. Yeah, probably three of the five of my things you could probably still buy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and even but, if even if somebody just wants to check it out, like say, oh, I want to listen to that song that they talked about. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing most of the shit is on YouTube or whatever the fuck. With the way technology is, I'm sure you can find it somewhere. With very... Uh, Little effort, if you so will. So this is recommendations in the beginning of the episode? Is that what this is? Well, I'm just thinking like a lot of people like the, the, the shit we put over, so I figured we would concentrate this week on music stuff. Again, whether it's a song, band, So we're album. still doing recommendations at the end of the episode, or no? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Could be. But this is just music gotta, that you had never heard of or something? This is, it's mu- he's what off the, the rails, man. He's off the rails now that he's getting sleep. He was like, we should hit people to songs that they might not have ever heard of. By bands. And I would... 
<laughs> what the and fuck? And I was like, yo, like bands, so, blah, 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 blah. And right. his mind is Thunderdome. And I'm like, so I just do song. I'm going to do like maybe five songs that had, that I liked that Head's probably okay, okay. haven't heard. That, that's what it is. It's something that's, that you think some of the Head's listening to this fuck show and haven't heard of. Why is that difficult? Cool. I'm ready. Fuck what do you got yeah. for me? Sicko, do you have anything to contribute to this? I do. I thought of a couple of things. I thought of this. Bond. I bet they're all going to be positive uh, bands. No depressing bands. In 1979. Nope, you're absolutely wrong. I was trying to, you know. The Smiths were in their neighbor's basement. They recorded. He's, he's actually not very far off. They recorded seven. Sigo isn't really that far off ever. I mean. They recorded seven notes. They're the best seven notes <laughs> ever recorded. Johnny Marr tuned his guitar for an hour. You can't find this anywhere. <clears throat> no one has ever heard this but me. <laughs> I was there when it was written. It was wonderful. Can we have a real one now, please? What the fuck? What, where are you, what do you got to do? <laughs> I'm dying to see what you've been up all night Don't on. worry about it. I ain't been up all night. Don't worry about the fuck I've been doing. Wow. Fucking oh, I worry. You. Now he's got too much energy. I liked it better when you weren't sleeping. Me too. <laughs> why? Why did Sansa go like that? <laughs> I like sleep. It's my escape. <laughs> it's very difficult to not laugh at myself doing. I know. Sad. You sicko. T- you t- turn away from the mic often while doing the impression. Cafe man. Yeah. Yeah. Kizay, All Dizay. Okay, favorite bitch. Exactly. Sicko. But do you want me to start? Sure, if you want to. All right. What the fuck is happening? Sharpie Sicko. So, um, <laughs> are we going to like do one and then go around, or should I tell you everything that I have all in one shot? This is Gavin's brain. Let's just do me. it. All right. Well, my first one is it's not the band that it's that's obscure. Um, the band is the Smiths, as Chocker. predicted. I um, knew it. It's the uh, there are many many Smiths bootlegs. What what we used to call bootlegs, uh, live records out there. The fuck, I was right on. You were. was the best of the best. It's it's, it's yeah. Because I've collected, uh, have collected many of them over the years. The best one that I ever heard of, my favorite, was recorded in 1985. Um, it's very well known. Amongst collectors, it's called Same Day Again. Same Day Again. I forget, <laughs> I forget what venue it was recorded at, but it was, it was a show in the UK. <laughs> it's the same day that I love Jackie Brown making dinner at 12 at midnight. Bake me some lasagna. <laughs> The song was about lasagna, but Morrissey didn't really even eat meat. That was so crazy about the song. <laughs> is, there, is there a remix of lasagna meat? Yeah, this, <laughs> lasagna meat is murder. Sicko, <laughs> <laughs> right there. I'm writing. Oh, he's right. Um, so yeah, it's uh, <laughs> one of the best live recordings. It was uh, ta- the audio is taken from the soundboard, which at the time was 
a pretty rare thing to be able to do. I know for a fact you can find it online and download it. Um, basically, if you put in a Google search for Smith's same day again, um, it'll come up. There are many like blog sites that you can just download the whole. It's not on from. the. Is it on the YouTube? Uh, you know, I've never actually I'm looked. Sure it, is. it probably is. I don't know if the actual usually video when, of it is, but usually when stuff is is so easily available to download, somebody has put it up. Right, on the... and you're probably right. I've never personally never never looked for it. One of the things that's well known about the Smiths at you know their height, um, they I got were, it. It's on there. There you go. They were one of they, they were an amazing live band. And it really comes through in this performance. This the quality is pristine. It's one of the best live, like unofficial releases of any band in any genre I've ever heard. So if you're a Smiths fan, that's definitely something to check out. I am. Uh, and that's all I have. McGavin. I need my list. You want me to go? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Look how long my list is. You're yeah, right. Man. I'm getting sleep and things are happening. Yeah, man. That's a deal. Fucking hell. Let's go with obscure band that I know me and you like. The Tinder Sticks. Oh, they're heavy as fuck. For some reason, they're not the, the fucking biggest band in the world, and they should be. They're kind of like... Um, I know... All their shit is on YouTube. Um, they're from some European place that's not England. They're very... Uh, th they got like a fucking weird European vibe to me. Are they from Copenhagen? I mean, that would make sense. I, I'm not sure. But they're definitely a... Trouble every day. They're Listen from Nottingham. That. So they are from oh, the UK. Fair enough. Listen to Trouble Every Day. Yeah, man. They they fucking, um, they're very like a, a Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds kind of vibe without if they didn't come from punk rock stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like they're just fucking miserable fucking yeah. band and really good and definitely like that weird, like I said, European sort of thing to them. I, I Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I see why they don't appeal here because it's very... Uh, it's droll. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, mine are all songs. Um, there was a dude uh, named Sunslaughter Mel Kwan. Uh, he went by Mel Kwan, originally Sunslaughter Mel Kwan. Uh, Terminator X from Public Enemy put out a, a solo album in maybe 91. It was relatively successful. Then he followed it up in 93 and 94, a compilation album. And there's a song on the compilation album by Mel Kwan called Crunch Time, Crunch with a K. Mel Kwan, Crunch Time. It's one of the best rap songs I ever heard in my life, ever. So you can find that... Uh, Either either on YouTube or you could find that record, the Terminator X record, and buy it. There's there's some good joints on there. I got another one. All right. Um, again, I don't know that this goes by the definite definition obscure because at the time it was put out by a major label for a major motion picture and had well known bands. 
but I've noticed in the internet age, I've searched for it like on streaming sites like yeah. like Spotify. It's not available. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube, but it's and there there's one specific reason why this record is awesome. It's the Less Than Zero soundtrack, and I I, I thought of it because of all the Misfits reunion stuff that's going yeah. around. The greatest song that Glenn Danzig ever did in his entire body of work is on that record, and I can never find it anywhere other uh, than, like, YouTube. Okay. So, and I don't know that a lot of people know about it. It's I have also, that soundtrack on vinyl, actually. It, yeah, it's, I have it, too. It's the Bangles song's great on there. The, the, the Hazy Shade of Winter, Winter cover is really great. It's got Slayer doing Inagata DeVita. LL's on That's there. That's where Going Back to Cali yeah. came from. I mean, I don't know that you'd call it an obscure record, but it's like, like I know there are probably a lot of younger kids who got into the Misfits and probably know about Danzig's later work, but th this song, pre I think it came out like the summer <clears throat> right before the first Danzig album came out. It yeah. was kind of like a precursor. It was. Because it was, it was called, it was a year before the Danzig record and it was called Danzig and the something, The something, Power something. and Fury Orchestra. Yeah. yeah. And there's, I think it, like either... Gavin, was it Roy Orbison wrote the song, or he wrote the song for, or he wrote a song for Roy Orbison? He wrote a song for Orbison called "Life Fades Away." That's, That's what it is. Actually, on that soundtrack as well. Love. Right, that was the. <laughs> that was, with you. That was Not the, even him. That was the closing credit song in the movie Lesson Zero. Was yeah. the Orbison song that Danzig uh, wrote. He wrote the lyrics, or anyway. The one that I'm, <clears throat> that I'm specifically talking about, I think it's called Less Than Zero is the actual song it name. It sounds like a Roy Orbison song. It sounds like it was produced by Phil Spector. It's got that wall of sound kind of feel to it. And to this day, I, it's the greatest thing that Danzig ever did. I agree with that, actually. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I remember getting that soundtrack just for that song. Right. Or being like, dude, Danzig did a, did a song. Yeah, it was that and the, and Slayer doing the sloppiest cover of Inagata DeVita. It was great. Uh, all right, I'll go. <clears throat> Next one is a song by a band called Niblick Henbane. Oh, I love them. Yeah. Uh, uh, New Jersey. They were on Headache Records, I think, and maybe TKO at one point. Um there was like a uh, a crew of bands in the '90s that that were kind of like American Oi bands, and Nibla Kenbane is one of the better ones, I yeah. think. There's a song called "Life Over the Edge," which is <clears throat> not only their best song, but one of one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, that I know is on YouTube. I'm positive of that. Um, <laughs> that I feel like is their not their best song and it's uh i want to say not 100 percent on this but i want to say nibba ken bain's whole catalog at one point was reissued on tko maybe that's what i'm thinking of so i think their stuff is pretty readily available but this song in particular um check that out nice life over the edge it's called uh but this is an this is a 12 inch that came out uh i don't know maybe late 90s by a dude named Big Quam, K-W-A-M, Big Quam. He had like three, four, five 12 inches that were all incredible. I thought the dude sh should have been on a major, would have been. 
typically, I, I don't know what happens when someone that's this good or as good as Mel Kwan disappear. My, my mind thinks that they give up the music industry or they get locked up. I, I don't know. Kwan was like... He he reminded me of of Nas on um, he reminded me of Nas on the main source record on Live at the Barbecue. All of his records reminded me of that. Uh, this the song I I wrote down was Capacity Blown, but if you look up Big Quam K W A M Big Quam, um, dude was incredible and never really got his just due as far as I'm concerned. It says here he was from the UK. So, I, mean, I don't know if he went back. He may Quam, yeah. I, he was working with these producers <clears throat> that were from the UK. I think they were called the Creators. I think um, he he, de he definitely was American. Okay, but maybe he like was there military or something like that, or or you know moved as an adult. But or yeah. Pablo's looking up Kwame. Yeah, Kwame. <laughs> Did he do any songs with polka dots? Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Well done. <clears throat> Um, I have another one sort of in the same vein as the Smiths album. Um, it's vein! A, wow. It's a, <laughs> it's a very well-known bootleg. I know you can, again, find one of those blog spots. You can download the whole thing. It's a Joy Division uh, record that has a French title that I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce, but it's got the word douche in it, which is kind of cool. It's oh, a, I'm in. It's a live recording of a show they did in France. The quality is absolutely perfect because it was broadcast live over FM radio. And it's a whole set of their greatest songs. Uh, it's got some of the songs from the very last album that they did, which is my favorite. Plus, like, you know, all the songs that you know by Joy Division. <clears throat> and again, Joy Division, another band who was... Uh, very famous for the intensity of their live shows, and it's a live recording that, re without visuals, really, really captures that. Um, there's a version of 24 Hours on it that's just fucking absolutely perfect. There's a version of Day of the Lords on it that's one of the heaviest things I've ever heard. So Talk about Les Bains douches? Yes, Les Bains douche. 1979. Yeah, and, you know, obviously he... Ian Curtis wasn't alive much longer, so it was like it was kind of like Joy Division at the height of their power. Um, and like I said, the sound quality is really what gets you because it was all set up to be broadcast um, over FM radio, and I think that's where the bulk of the recording comes from. So it's it's a really good listen. It has all their best songs on it. Ian dead. <laughs> Ian dead. <laughs> Ian dead. Ian dead. <laughs> <laughs> he dead. Blow, you're not contributing to this? I, Jeff did text me earlier in the week, but I w I've been sick all week, so I've kind of been ass out, so I don't have really have any. Oh, and you guys ass out, all right. OG? The Alligators, which is oh. Roger. Roger's band? Roger from Agnostic Front's band. Um, they did... What's no the first song? Single. No brains, What's no the song? first song, Fuck You or something? I don't know, but the the they did. From, what the fuck? Yeah. Trying to say what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Love that album. They did. Um, I feel like they did a single with maybe five uh, some songs on it, and then they did a record where they put those songs w uh, with additional songs on it. 
as far as I know, they never toured. As far as I know, they never played a show. Um, the Alligator stuff is as good, if not better, than Agnostic Front stuff. I co-sign that. It yeah, sounds like it, it sounds like victim and pain throughout. Yep. And <clears throat> I, I mean, I, I even. Uh, I hate to say it, but in a way, better. Yeah, uh, I'm not mad at anything you're saying. Not at all. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. They cover. Uh, There's negative approach. Negative cover approach. On it. They cover. Um, ready to fight. I want to ready say. to fight. Yes. Um, fucking brilliant, brilliant band. Yep. And for some reason, nobody paid attention. Really, I don't know why. Yeah. I know when he was doing the disasters, that shit got over pretty big. Yeah, we were. Roger came to check me out. We were both in France, uh, in Paris, and I was I was performing in in Paris. And Roger's show was earlier than I, and he was with the disasters. Right. And he came over to chill. Yeah. So I, I think that it that it seems to me that the alligators was just like a studio kind of fun thing for yeah. them. And fuck, if it's not some of the best shit he's ever been involved with. Yep. Really, really fucking brilliant good. Yep. I co-sign all of that. Um, th- my uh, Well, this one's tricky because this is a band, but they turn to shit really quick. So um, there's not many songs, but the songs that exist are brilliant. They're called The Sods. Um, Mopey Grope is, is my favorite song by them. Uh, it was. It came out like '79. They were from Copenhagen. They were a punk band, and then in '81 they changed their name and their sound, and it became like some weirdo post-punk industrial bullshit. Mm-hmm. So there's like there was a, a few singles that I think got turned into a record, seven inches or whatever. I'm not hip to them at all, other than you hipping me. <clears throat> To the stuff you hit me yeah, to, I, I lo- it's crazy to to think that it's good and then see how little output there was. Um, that's that baffles the shit out of me. What happens in any genre? Um, but yeah, the, the the other shit, man, it's it's not good. But this the the early stuff. There's there's a few seven inches, and then someone put together. An LP, I suppose, of yeah, them. You know yeah. what I mean. I, I'm not sure if like compilation. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm. I, I don't know if what, what its intent was. You know what I mean. Yeah, but yeah. if you look up the sides, Moby Grope, and start there, it'll probably lead you down the, the path. I only have a couple more. Something that came up on uh, my playlist actually yesterday <clears throat> that I hadn't thought about in a while, but I was really into. I don't know if a lot of people know about this band. Um, the Equals. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? What did you say? The Equals. Oh, okay. Uh, on I po- yawned and my ear cracked, and I thought you said The Eagles. Them I'm too. Like, I'm like, yo, man. Welcome to the Hotel California. Um, the Equals. There's not a whole lot of bands that I hate more than The Eagles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, uh, I, I, I agree. I co-sign that. I, I, I'm not mad at it, but I mark for Joe Walsh on Howard, so it's one of the best guests. When he was on drugs and alcohol, when he got boring, when he sobered up. Yeah, he was in the James Gang, so he gets a pass. I mean, look. He was doing the Eagles for fucking coke money, man. Yeah, but the James Gang was heavy as fuck. Hard. Turned to stone. Yeah, all day. Uh, Forget it. 
God. Oh, uh, the Eagles. Um, if you're an '80s kid, uh, the 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 biggest thing you might know about them is uh, Eddie Grant came from that. He wrote Electric Avenue. We're going to rock down to Electric Avenue. But before that, he was in Equals. They wrote... And then lick your vagina. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) You know, they're known for doing Police All My... Their songs have been covered by a lot of... Pop Jackie on that one. A lot of great (laughs) bands. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Jack. (laughs) Jackie Pops are the best. So yeah, the equals go check yeah, any any, any of their and they their did cat. um, um uh, backstreets yeah they did a lot of stuff. There's a cool video on YouTube of them. Um, it's an actual video, I guess, that they made at the time where they're just kind of running around the streets. Mm. It's it's a cool like uh, '60s type that, that those like promo videos that they made back then. If, I can't remember what song it's for, but I don't know. I I wouldn't know what to call them as far as like their I don't scene even know. or their sound. Like it's a strange. It's, it's a, a mix of like '60s rock, like almost like British Invasion mixed with like soul R and B yeah, of the it's, time. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a strange mix of things, but it's it's definitely yeah. if you're into any of that kind of stuff, it's worth checking out for sure. Yeah. Uh, I will go with Shane McGowan from the Pogues. His yes. first, already, yeah. his first solo record was called The Snake, and he put a band together. He had, I guess, he had heat with the Pogues at the time, so he put a band together called the Popes, and so it was Shane McGowan and the Popes because yeah. the Pogues kept going after he yeah, threw yeah. him out. But his the first solo record he did is really fucking good. Um, there's a particular song on there called pa- uh, "Patty Public Enemy Number One," which I like a lot and that actually came up on my iPod recently and made me think of that record and how much I liked it at the time. Um, one of the few full records I have on my uh, fucking gimmick. I'm angry at this. I know. You hate it. I do. You hate it. Not at your pick. At your, I <laughs> like your pick. I conduct my iPod. The way your iPod <laughs> is situated is giving me anxiety when I looked at it. Listen. We've been through this. I know what the codes mean. <sighs> Um, I was a huge Warren Zevon mark. I loved when he went on Letterman. Um, excitable boy. I loved all that shit. Uh, Saw a werewolf with a Chinese brilliant. man in his hand. Dude's sense of humor was off the fucking rails. Um, like two, he he was uh, diagnosed with terminal cancer. He knew it, and he continued to write. And he he wrote and recorded an album, and two weeks before the album dropped, he passed away. He was on Letterman right before he passed, and it's it's one of the greatest um, talk show appearances ever. If you want to look up Warren Zevon on on Letterman right before he died, but there's a song on the on the last album he recorded called uh, "Keep Me in Your Heart." Uh, it's great, <clears throat> love, but love Warren Zevon, brilliant guy. I'm gonna <clears throat> excuse me. I'm gonna throw out a song, but really, the whole catalog of the band is, for the most part, brilliant. And I know that Gavin's gonna back me on this one hard. Oh, thank a- you. Oh, thank you. That's for you. Christ. <laughs> the song. To back you hard. The song's got one of the hardest riffs ever written in rock and roll, and the song is "Black Eyed Bruiser." <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, uh, Bob. Well, I'm going to say the easy beats, but it's... Yeah, it was really... Um, it was after uh, Stevie Wright left the easy beats. Mm-hmm. He was doing some solo stuff. But I, even... Well, go ahead, finish. I mean, that's really all I was going to well, say about even it. even fucking... Uh, even harder than that, Rose Tattoo did a version of it. Okay, which yeah. Which is fucking incredible, yes. man. Yes. But I mark for anything Rose Tattoo does. I was just going to say... As a matter of fact, I'm going to put Rose Tattoo over right now. Like... If if you ain't hip to Rose Tattoo and you like hard, no bullshit street rock, stripped down, yeah, like like Rose Tattoo is everything ACDC C-D-C wanted to be. Wanted to be. Yeah, yep. Agreed with that. And I'm a huge ACDC fan, but Rose Tattoo was the fucking real deal. Is there times better? Yeah, dude is official. Yes. Yeah. His nice. fucking name's Angry Anderson. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you don't fu- like. You know, these motherfuckers were the real fucking deal, and I mark for 90% of their catalog. They have a couple songs here and there that I'm not feeling, but yeah. no fucking joke. And within the last uh, 10, 15 years, they put out two records, so they're relatively new. Yeah. Still fucking ruled. Right. I'm going to throw out a who's better or a what's better. Okay. What's the What's the better version? Of Black Eyed Bruiser. Stevie Wright or Rose Tattoo. Fuck. Yeah. It ain't easy, is it? I'm going to go slightly Rose Tattoo. Who did it first? Stevie Wright. I'm going to go slightly Stevie Wright. The comedian? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly who it was. (laughs) Go just just, (laughs) uh, uh, YouTube... Either version of that song and just listen to that YouTube, guitar riff. YouTube them both because they're fucking really good. That riff will fucking melt your face off. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like everything that hard rock is like all encompassed in one like three second riff. Yeah. And like Australia was doing it different, man, because they're so isolated and so they, they had a scene of uh, unto themselves because they were so kind of... Uh, away from the rest of the world and their influences were were amongst themselves so they were it, it was very incestual the way their their bands were so it went from you know the easy beats was a big deal in the 60s and they they had a couple of breakthrough hits they did um uh friday on my mind was was a hit um uh black on everything else yeah it's on my off the top of my head but friday on my mind was the, their biggest hit um, they had a song called Good Times, which was kind mm-hmm. of a hit. Um, they have a song called Sorry, which was sort of a hit. But their their little brothers are the young brothers in ACDC. ACDC played for a couple years, and Rose Tattoo opened for them. So they were switching members, especially that Phil Rudd guy, the drummer, went back and forth between the two of the bands and it was all because it was all like this weird community that was isolated from everything else. They almost developed their own sound sort of and um, definitely harder and fucking meaner and, and kind of like uh, just Dirt, like, like, dirty shit, like thug shit. Yeah. 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 Like not uh, definitely not getting into like the glam metal shit that other places got into. Those motherfuckers were the real deal. Yeah. It's like, it's like biker rock. Yeah. And, and, and I remember it on like the third or fourth episode of we did this, 
the one reason I put Axl Rose over was because he was a huge Rose Tattoo mark. So if you on any level like Guns N' Roses, check out Rose Tattoo, which is the real fucking deal, which Guns N' Roses fucking wish they were doing. Amen. They wish they were hard like them motherfuckers. Uh, yeah, I only have one thing left to, to bring up. It's uh, a dude named Chocolate Genius. The dude is a genius, but the, the song... This is one of my favorite songs of all time in any genre. It's called My Mom. Uh, it's obviously about his mother, but it's it's about him kind of going back to his childhood home um, and his mother being senile and kind of barely remembering him and whatnot. But it's it's an ode to his mom. So if you're a mama's boy like me, it's it's great on many levels, but it's one of my favorite songs, any genre, of all time, I don't know how a label or a marketing team didn't get behind this song or any of his shit and try to blow him up. Uh, there's a video actually of him just playing it live. It's just him and the piano floating around on YouTube. That's better than the album version. If you uh, if you put Chocolate Genius, my mom just just look for uh, a, a dude in front of a piano wearing a hat. That's the live version. It's the best thing ever. I uh, wish that guy would have blown up. But that's all I got. I got a couple of seven inches that kind of go back and go hand in hand. Um, uh, for people that are real into hardcore, this won't these won't seem obscure at all. But like if you're a younger kid, these two records came out at the same time. Uh, the two bands were from the same area. It's Gut Instinct yeah. with their 7-inch, and then uh, the other band is Initial Reaction, which I think is the better 7-inch. Interesting. Love yeah, Gut Instinct. 12-gauge, all day. All day. Love the Gut Instinct. That's, I don't know if I agree with that, I, but I'm okay. I'm not mad at I've it. Always, I always was more partial to the uh, initial reaction. I think I was partial to Gut Instinct because I thought the name was harder. Yeah. And somehow Rad, yeah. Rad Bastard. Rad Bastard is Rad, one of the greatest I, hardcore songs. I, may, I, I probably played Rat Bastard easily, easily a thousand times. Easily. Yeah. That shit was fucking heavy, man. I was kind of scrambling for stuff to come up with for this episode, and I actually have a small box of some of my seven inches that are actually in my apartment. It's not in my mom's basement where all my, my LPs are. So I started going through that. I found some shit that, that fucking blew my mind that I never knew that I had. But um, And I saw these two, and I haven't thought about Gut Instinct and especially the initial reaction record in a 100 years. And I was just like, these were really... They're, they're like 1990 or 1991, right in that area. So it's not even like they're, they're OG hardcore. That... To, it's still that newer edge hardcore. And if they had been in like a real studio, they would have come out sounding really metal. But because it's... Yeah, the production is what... They, were, they, they reminded me of that era where it was kind of changing. So they were like... Right. Uh, there was a change had in the guard of, for two years where there were two years of records that didn't shift too far right, off. Right, and they're one of those records. Yeah, there's and a few bands. The, the other thing about both of them, too, and you know it just from, from the artwork, um, that it's when you really started to see hip-hop creep into it. Yeah. Like, like the, both covers are graph pieces. Yeah. Their, their logos are in graffiti hand. Like, um, 
each band like I didn't I never saw initial reaction but I did see gut instinct play and like every band from that sort of scene that sort of sound always had some kind of intro like instrumental intro that basically could have been a hip hop song yeah. like like with the yeah. beats and whatnot and like a lot of times Blue like when Pete started that shit man. like like when we like in our area friends of ours that had bands that would do that like we always knew people who rapped who would actually like get up on the mic and do like a verse to the hardcore band's intro and then they'd go into it. So like initial reaction and gut instinct were like real wrapped into it. I mean, they didn't break any ground. They weren't doing anything that changed the world, but they're just two really heavy seven inches. So yeah, that got me thinking now, I guess I contributed for doing seven inches. Um, the House of Suffering 7-inch. Yeah, I love that. I don't inch. know that at all. I They're like either. Chula Vista, California. Yeah, the black dude was the singer. Yeah, they did They did like one or two 7-inches, but the one that's, I think, self-titled, House of Suffering. That was after the Bear Brain song, obviously, right? Yeah, I actually have it on my iPod. The House of Suffering? Yeah. Do you? I've never heard of them. So that's good. Funny. So good. Um, yeah, this is a bang. OG? Let's see. Uh, let's do... Uh, evil conduct. Ah, oh, heavy. Dying oh. for a fag. Those dudes, they're they're they've been around for a long time. I feel like they put out some stuff, stopped playing for a while, and then started putting stuff out again. Oh yeah, yeah. And and the I wasn't hip to them a, until. Uh, I feel like when they put out the record of their starting again, I wasn't hit to them back whenever. Me neither. Fuck, they're so good. Yeah. Everything they've done is so fucking good, and they keep getting progressively better. Um, the one record I think is called Kings Without a Crown, maybe? There's Kings of King of Kings? No. I can't remember off the top of my head. I can't remember the uh, you got other things. I know the one that's yeah, got. I guess King of Kings is the one. That fucking record is so fucking good. What's the one that's got like dying for cigarette? That old tattoo. That's that's two different records. I think is it? Yeah. See, I'm going from memory. And they got tons. They mine. got a lot of stuff out yeah. there. Everything that I know of them is really fucking good. If you're into oi stuff and sort of. Um, uh, that mid '80s kind, or, or even early '80s kind of like Coxbar, uh, working class anthems. Yeah, like uh, Cockney Rejects, but not as a not little, as hard. More a little more poppy, little like, more like right. Coxbar. That the Coxbar is the is the one I would compare them to most. A um, little bit gruffer on the vocals. Yeah, but very catchy, yeah. very melodic. Right. Yeah. Great band. Great Rules. fucking band. Rules. Uh, you got another one? I don't. I got one for you and pa and Pablo. Used to old pop. Gavin will hate it. What the um, fuck? Yeah, trust me, you'll hate it. <laughs> um, this is super what rare. I'm in a good mood tonight. This is a super rare seven inch, only because it's a very localized thing, and we know the people that put it out. But I'm gonna pit over the Shadow Season Seven. Oh, oh I love greatest that. of all time. My my boy, a, 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 a friend of mine, played drums for them. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm not sure if he's on the 7-inch or not. 
but my boy Jimmy played drums for them, mm. um, so they get a pass for me. Oh, good deal. Yeah. Um, I describe it. I mean, it's it's made up of uh, people from Turning Point after you know Turning Point broke up for obvious reasons. Um, our friend Vince put it out on Hardcore Records. What was it like? Ninety, ninety one, yeah, ninety one. It sounds. It was on Harvest Record first. Now he rebranded his label. Right. The sound is is almost exactly. It's pretty much musically. It's exactly like the Embrace album that Sad Ian put out with a very passable Morrissey impersonator singing. <laughs> I never heard it described that way. And it just it works. Like the four songs or five songs that are five. on it. Are just fucking great. I to this day I still love that seven inch. I love it too. It's you know you wouldn't call it hardcore. It's it's an offshoot of hardcore. And it's yeah, it's like made the, up uh, of people who come from hardcore, but it's not anything heavy at all. I love it. It's very emo. It progressed. That's what I did. It was very artful. I like things that move in an art direction. <laughs> I gave those thug years up. We're better than that. I grew as a person. <laughs> and as an artist. This is me, Sad Sicko and Sad Ian. <laughs> I was going to ask you, which one were we talking to? Both. Both. They inhabit the same body at certain uh, I times. Mean, it's like a poltergeist. So, uh, all right, yeah, that's us telling y'all what... That's uh, some of the stuff. What's what. We could probably do it for, I mean, for every episode yeah. in reality. Trying to, you know what I'm saying, R- remember shit, but... All right, so... Uh, and as soon as we turn these mics off, I'm going to think of like 15 things I should have said, so... We'll all save, right. Save it for... We'll, do, we'll have to do this again. You're listening to the Broad Street Breakdown uh, being brought to you by Crescent Street Tattoo, 4371 Crescent Street, Philly, PA, CrescentStreetTattoo.com. We'll be back in a minute. Yo, what up? This is Rick Thorne, the Biker in Black, a.k.a. Shredder. You're listening to Vinny Paz and the Broad Street Breakdown. What's up, Gimme Gang? Yeah, yeah. Keep listening. Peace out. Again, back at the Macaroni Mansion <laughs> with Vinny Paz. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not, Laura Mercy. Uh, we're back. <laughs> Broad Street Breakdown. Oh, we're back. That was. <laughs> we told him. We told him to fucking uh, yeah, look, come up we with got, a thing. We, we got what we asked for. <laughs> you know who's to blame? Us. Us. See who's to blame. Um, so we've been hearing a little bit of rumblings, rumors that, uh, Vince and the, uh, Sinclair Broadcasting were both interested in buying TNA, correct? So is the, uh, there was Billy a third Corrigan. one, right? Who? Billy Corgan. Uh, well, he, uh, 
I'm just not counting him because he's already in in my. He wants to buy it out from Dixie, uh, and not only run creative but own the company as well. Does he have that much money? You tell me. Uh, I mean, there, there's obviously varying degrees of of what rich is. T- to me, he's not that rich, but uh, I'm not, if someone told me different, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. You he's know. got that fucking pumpkin money, I guess. Yeah, I, but I mean, I say know. he's say he's worth thirty, forty, fifty. I mean, it might be worth a couple hundred million, even though it's shitting the bed. TNA. Yeah. How much? A couple hundred million, maybe. I'm talking including the catalog and what it can generate. Owning Let the merch, owning owning the the rights. Owning I hear the, I hear where you're coming from. But let me ask you this: What is that catalog worth? Unless Vince is doing something with yeah, it, yeah, probably nothing. Uh, what are they gonna fucking put out DVDs? Right. Who gives a shit? No, I mean it's definitely a situation where it becomes more valuable when in someone's hands that can make it valuable. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, you put that on the network, all of a sudden it becomes valuable. Yeah. If you and I have all those. Yeah, so what? So <laughs> yeah, we're gonna fucking burn DVDs of, you know, yeah, the I two matches that CM Punk was in in there. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, and some some AJ shit and some. Well, Joe it makes shit. sense because for Vince to have it because, because of who he's signing now. He's AJ, got all the Joe shit. Joe Punk, even whether he wants to. Yeah, you know, I mean, um, there's still there's value in that if Bobby Roode, Austin Aries. And they've been sitting on the catalog for how long? Thirteen years. What the fuck years? have they done with it? Nothing. Right. Run run like nine, like pay per views for nine ninety nine at three in the afternoon on a Saturday. So in theory, yeah, hundred million. Yeah. In reality, if you ain't doing shit with it, yeah, it well, ain't worth gets, shit. That gets back to the um, when we were talking about. Uh, collecting records and whatnot, a gut, maybe a gut instinct, seven inches worth a hundred dollars to us, and to someone it's worth two ninety nine. It's reality. You know what I'm saying? I also forgot to mention that that gut instinct seven inches infamous for they spelled the name of their band wrong on the cover of the seven inch. I'm alright with that. So am I. Uh, Pablo, <clears throat> that's me. <laughs> You had mentioned pr- uh, prior to th- that you had some biz to discuss. Yes, uh, good news for y- maybe for you. Do you have Comcast or Verizon? Comcast. All right, because FiOS is now carrying the L Ray network in Philadelphia. So I was watching Lucha Underground all day yesterday. In English or Spanish? English. How? So you have Matt Stryker and Vampiro. Yes. He's getting to watch it, but we can't. Right. Awesome. Rey Mysterio. The Pentagon Black, my new favorite. Pentagon Junior, he's brilliant. Yeah, this shit was uh, uh yeah, it was awesome. So, uh, the internet says it was as of July, end of July, but I didn't notice it till like last week. Yeah, I think that's when. Isn't that when the new season started? OG. Yeah. yeah it says so, season three. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. 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 So you have five. You have Verizon. Fios, Yes. Okay. Yeah, that makes me angry. Uh, yeah. Great. They need to cut a deal with Netflix or somebody, man. Somebody don't like us. Yeah. You know and I mean? the fucking blow is being able to watch it. People like blow. People don't like us. Well. It's fucked up. So 
do you think he, if to you if if Vince is is the one who buys it, if if anyone buys it other than Corrigan, do you think the objective is to own the catalog? Yeah. And and I, and what about current active? Previous to NXT, I'd say maybe he would use it as a training thing. He doesn't need it. They did, you know. <clears throat> The most brilliant move ever. They made their own training facility, training uh, territory, yeah, and independent promotion. Yeah. Do you yeah. think anybody on the on the roster, the current roster, would go to SmackDown or Raw? The word is that Hunter is interested in Matt Hardy, the gimmick, the whole deal. Yeah. Regardless of purchasing. TNA, so he that wants, means he wants broken Matt Hardy, and he's locked up until the spring, spring of twenty seventeen, which in reality isn't that far off. In reality, he breaks that contract. So what? Yeah, the other the, thing is the, we uh, both know how far in advance they um they film. I'll tell you this: If I'm in that position, if I'm in the position with Vince to to get somebody and sign them, I'm getting him right now and paying whatever I have to pay to buy, just buy him out. Goddamn right, because he's fucking hot now. Super you hot. don't know what's gonna happen in Spring '17. Right, that shit could die tomorrow. Absolutely, that's the way the fucking business works. Someone needs to do something with Eli Drake, man. Well, th think about this: Come Monday on Raw. For example, this coming Monday starts the show. Out walks fucking broken Matt. Oh my fucking head'll explode. You know what I mean? Like right now is the time. Yeah, right now. I, to me, not when it comes to Vince, but when it comes to these other places, the reality of the situation is when people are talking about being on a contract, it's like, and what? What are you gonna do? That breach of contract shit only holds up when someone's willing to put the money to... Well, it gets into that independent contractor thing. Yeah. So back in the day, you had two companies, WCW and WWE, who both had endless amounts of money and endless <laughs> amounts of time to fight each other in court over it. Yeah. Uh, Really, it was just to tie up the 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 person, the Absolutely. talent. Absolutely, it happens with labels. It's right, just, it's just to, it's they're just to keep you, them not inactive. Your yeah, to, right. They're not putting your album out, but they're keeping you so no one else can. So when you now at this point in 2016, when you're Vince and you still have, if not more, endless uh, supplies of money, is TNA going to go through that law, the the court system thing, right? To do anything they right. can't compete with that money right on any level you know what vince is going to do to tna tell us delete 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 <laughs> exactly he's going to make them obsolete <laughs> that would be the angle that's pretty brilliant Thank have you. vince come out and and with broken mat and they deleted the whole organization and oh, wow obsolete. that's heavy as fuck right See, what man? about Dummy. You, you should be in charge of creative you Excuse me, we're a package. It's the plural. <clears throat> Dummy, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
unfortunately, I would see Vince taking him, and he would be mid-card at best. Well, he had him and let him go, so he obviously didn't see. Yeah, but that was pre-getting uh, his shit together. Yeah? Maybe. Yeah. Dummy! Yeah! I mean... Yeah. Who knows? Sometimes Vince don't see certain things, but Hunter does. Yeah. I, I mean... I'm just, you know, it, it's, it's, if, if, if they, yeah, man. Some fucking gimmick flying around here. Yeah. It's making me nuts. It almost got my head. They're, um, yeah, I, I guess, I guess what I haven't seen is, is how serious it's gotten and how far along it potentially is. The, la- the last, uh, 48 hours, there's been a lot of talk about Vince buying it. Previous to that, it was Billy Corgan. Yeah. Billy Corgan still. But again, okay, let's suppose that Billy Corgan has $50 million. Yeah. Is that outrageous? That he has that much? Yeah. No, that's probably around where I would put him at. Let's say he's got $50 million. He's not competing with Vince. Right. If Vince decides he wants it, Vince is going to get it. Exactly. I think it's a matter of them deciding whether they're going for it or not. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, and if he wants to eat those contracts of the people that... It don't mean shit to him. Yeah. Don't mean shit. He'll pay him out. He'll pay him out for the duration of their contract. Yeah, I, I guess there's just a few people whose contracts were a little bit crazy. But they do need heads in NXT. Yeah, they. I mean, SmackDown and Raw is then because, you know, how many heads... How many heads in a three-hour program and then another two hours the next night? So you're talking five hours of programming, and it's not all top tier. You know what I mean? Far from it. Right. So to me, those dudes could add to it. Oh, man. Yeah, I agree. But who knows? I think we're going to find out pretty soon. I hope so. Yeah. I think it's time to throw it over to you. Is it that time? It is. What, uh, which direction? <clears throat> Why do you have an X on your head, Jeff? On all your pictures? He's straight edge. So it looks good. Why don't you get that in real life? <laughs> no. He does. It's you want him to get the Charlie gimmick? Get a real X on your fucking forehead. Why do you have... So I know where to fucking pit my load. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> man. Why do you have that fucking face on your head? <laughs> ah. <laughs> go. I'll go first. Oh. I ain't scared. Damn. I was going to say go to him, too, because we were just pontificating on the sport of kings. All right. Well, I'm going to keep it with the sport of kings, and I'm going to start off with Larry Zabisco. The, the heir to the cracker fortune? <laughs> ah, that was good. It was. That was good. It was. Larry Zabisco is the, the living legend, and he's uh, associated with my first wrestling memory. And looking back, fucking genius heel. At the time, I didn't appreciate it so much. I always found him kind of boring when he was active. But now that I look back, he's he was really, really uh, good. Vinny? Uh, he's like 4,000 years old and always shacked up with like a dime in her 20s. I ain't mad at that at yeah. all. Pablo, Eric Stoltz. 
Are you calling me from a cell phone? I do not know you. <laughs> I'm hanging up. I like that. That's from Paul Fitt. Crank, crank call, crank call. I'm hanging I, up. I like that. This is... Um, his performance in Mask was absolutely fucking brilliant. Yeah, it was. And it kind of, I feel like it kind of gets overlooked. He's a fantastic actor, yeah. I think. Yeah. He should have did Mask 2. <laughs> yeah. The Return. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. Vinny, Eric Stoltz. Uh, the original Marty McFly. And you can see the screen test and it's fucking strange my favorite eric stoltz movie even though it's not his line is uh it's casual yeah that fucking movie yeah that i can't remember the name yeah of. i know what you're talking about he's I also like in it. fast times ridgemont high oh he's in everything yeah i which, like eric stoltz yeah he's all right pablo peter tosh peter tosh the reggae guy when yeah. i was when we were in jamaica and we did the uh the 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 uh pub crawl, whatever you want to call it. You want to call it that in Jamaica. You would call it like a beer crawl. Anyway, we drove past this spot and it just said, Peter Tosh with a big arrow. And I'm like, well, he's not there. <laughs> but I think that's where wow. they, they They're say. They're not going to get over on P. But I think that's where they were saying he's either buried or was born and they have like a gimmick there for like tourists or whatever. But we didn't stop there. I would have stopped. Jeffrey. Peter Tosh. Stepping Razor. Nice. Vinny Paz. Uh, Exodus. Nice. Pablo, too close for comfort. Wow. Three words. Yes. The Jim, the J, the Bullock. Thank you. That was specifically for you. Jeffrey? That motherfucker drew with a puppet on his head. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny, too close for comfort? Uh, the blonde daughter was hot. The brunette was the broad that got had train run on her by the one uh, warriors. warriors. Yeah. <laughs> who uh good, good one. Who did the who did that beat? Was it Souls of Mischief? They they rapped over that beat over the the theme song. No, they rapped over the taxi. The taxi. Theme. So they did taxi. Who did Too Close for Comfort? I don't even remember the two clips. Even. Dun, 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 dun. front. Then they start the rapping. Let them know where you're from. We're from the ghetto. Even. Uh, Ali Vegas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, a dope, that's a dope song. Check that out. Well done. Thank you. Well done. This is a twofer. All right. Uh, you went, right? Did you go? Yes, he went. Yeah. Yes. Right. Stephen King. Yes, uh, brilliant author. I read The Stand, which was 1,100 pages. That was probably the longest book I ever read. Jeffrey? He did um, these books called the Richard Bachman books. Yeah. Le Nom de Plume. That shit nice. was... Nice. That, that's were, where Running Man came from. Yes, and I want to say... The, the dance dinner. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Richard Bachman did, did he do the worm too? <laughs> um, there was also one of my f 
favorite Stephen King stories uh, in the Bachman books was the one about I can't remember the name of it, but about the race. Yes, the, the where walking, they can't slow. Right, they yeah, can't slow to a certain. That's thing. the one I'm thinking of, That's and I was trying to think of the name of it, story. but yeah. yeah. And it also had road work in it, and one other one I can't remember. So speed came from Richard Bachman. Well done. And I read uh, the Green Miles. Awesome. The, the Take my hand, the- both. <laughs> <laughs> that movie rules too. It was both. Um, that's it. I mean, I read the the ones everybody reads, but yeah. that I was trying to think of something that was read a the Tommy Knuckles both. <laughs> Jesus, he shut up. Did he have a Starbucks in the break? I don't know, man. He I did. see. It's empty. Oh, it's empty. That explains it. Oh, fucking Frappuccino. Vinny uh, Stephen King. I got real, real, real wrapped up in the Dark Tower shit. I, I heard like those things are the best. Real, That's one of the only ones I never read. Yeah, I never real read. fucking yeah. wrapped up, man. Like, like where it's dangerous for your, for your life. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think Shawshank Redemption is one of the top five best American films ever made, and he wrote it. Heavy. I'm gonna say the very first quote unquote grown up book I ever read was a Stephen King book. Um, it sort of set me on a path because I was. Just discovering metal, like gory metal, yeah. and it just went hand in hand. And I will say, of all, I've read everything he wrote up until I think the Tommy Knockers is where I stopped. My favorite thing that he ever did was a collaboration he did with Peter Straub called yeah. The Talisman. Yeah, it's a great story. It's just just a great fun story. Pablo, Jake the Snake, Robert. <laughs> Jeffrey. I remember the first time I saw him, he was one of Kevin Sullivan's Army of Darkness guys. Yeah. Sullivan put him under the voodoo spell. Nice. Uh, probably top five all time wrestling IQs. Yeah. Yeah. I, why, I know why, because of his drug and alcohol problem, but. If he's sober, like they're saying, he should be creative somewhere. Mm. Nice. He's that smart. Pablo, Lenny, the governor, McLean. See a Scott man? Who is that? Nah. Who is it? British heavy, the governor. Don't know the mate. Hooligan. Don't know that mate. Jeffrey, take it. The book rules. They've been making a movie for... The past five hundred fucking years, and they they haven't made it yet. Um, he was in, uh, not Snatch, the other one, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking, whatever the fuck. He's in that movie. The older white dude. The he's big, the older. He's the big. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, considered at one point the heaviest motherfucker in all of England, which is saying something. Yeah. I have seen footage of his boxing (laughs) thing, and that motherfucker was not fucking fun to fight. (laughs) Let's just say that. That's putting it mildly. Yeah. Vin? Uh, I was going to say been waiting for the movie for 20 years or something. Yeah. I I actually didn't read the book, though. I have. I just know the stories. I I still haven't read it. You know what I'm saying? So. Pablo, Walter Schreifels. Oh, no. He's one of the greatest musicians of all time. Quicksand. 
The Walter Shrivels albums I like. Rival Schools is okay. That's all you're saying? And he's a handsome gentleman. <laughs> GB. You, you threw the alley-oop, but he doesn't want to dunk left it. On, on, on tape. Fuck. Gavin? He seems like a nice guy. All right. That's better than I expected. Me too. Vinny? Um, I guess in, until I talked to uh, Arthur, I didn't know that Gorilla Biscuits was... Just literally all Walter. Oh, really? Yeah, I I thought there was a semblance of collaboration. He was like, "Oh no, this this guy wrote everything." Did you ever hear the Walter sings the hits, where it's all the Gorilla Biscuit songs, but him doing him, him doing vocals and the 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 original recordings, or he redid them? Uh, they might be like demos. I have I have uh, like a B sides rarities thing. That is all of that shit, but it's from then, not now. So, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say one of my favorite musicians in the world and the quicksand cover of How Soon Is Now is the only version of that song I can stomach. It's like my favorite cover like of cover. any song ever. I like that cover. They totally rearranged it. Yeah, and just fucking... I have a live version of it from CBs that just fucking melts the place down. Nice. Pablo, John Cassavetes... Is he the voiceover guy? He is not. That's not Dan Castellata? No. Good try, though. I Jeffrey? Don't I don't know who that is either. Vinny? Gina Rollins. Is that the guy from uh, from Attica? I mean, from uh, Dog Day Afternoon? That's John so. Casale. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who is this? Filmmaker. Nick, Nick Cassavetes is uh, his son. Yeah. He did Rosemary's Baby. Love Rosemary's Baby. Exactly. The, one of the he, only he's he's in it. Like. Polanski did it. He, you like it now, OJ? Yeah. You like it now? Polanski did it. I do like it. It's hypocrite. Separate the art from the artist. Why are you fucking coming at me tonight? Here we go. Here it we is. do. Us versus them. Well, shut the fuck up. Which one are we again? <laughs> You're the fucking asshole. That's Pop Jackie. Pop Jackie again. But Jackie. Pablo, the great Kabuki. Saw him one time. No, I don't. <laughs> I thought he was serious. Me too. Jeffrey? The first heel I ever liked. Nice. Whoa. Nice. Vin? Uh, similarly to the late, great uh, Fuji, I, I feel like his... Work was underrated. And for the last one, Pablo, Corrosion of Conformity. I liked COC. I used to rock their shirts. I can't think of one fucking song now. Jeffrey? I never liked them. Vinny? I like the logo, though. Right. There is too many versions mm-hmm. of that band for me to say, you, you know, the... the, uh, the Anything from the 80s I like. And then they literally reinvented themselves. Yeah. If, if, if you call that, if reinvention is a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know. But, but there was some shit that was just like, just turned into like flat out bad metal. Yeah. And then at one time they were kind of a punk band yeah. or punk influenced. I liked their early shit. 
And I hate that answer. It's so fucking, Meh. it's so trite, but it's the truth. Because I, I'm a huge, huge fan of Eye for an Eye. Uh, that was one of my favorite records. Yeah, um, that, I think I had Really that one. sloppy. Uh, I guess now you would call it crossover, but back then it was just, you know, whatever. Yeah. I loved it. So, all right, there you have it. Yay. Another exciting round of the word association gimmick. And that can only mean one thing. Yeah, this is a nightmare. Here's some fucking thoughts from No, I just once we start, when we come back from break, I know what's <laughs> gonna happen, man. I'm not happy about it. And we've seen a uh, little bit of a movement on Twitter because uh, one of the last episodes you had mentioned possibly cutting out and no longer doing. Everyone's favorite segment, and there was a I, public outcry. I've seen nothing. I'm pretty sure I sent you some screenshots, buddy. Oh, I'm getting emails too. Oh, I know. Do not, Thank do not you. kill the segment. I've heard nothing. The segment will be tossed. It will not be tossed. Dear Vin, <laughs> hey Wigger Race Trader. There we go. <laughs> Started off with a banger. Will you be using your pistol pack to kill whites when you join blacks in the race war? Wow! I'd say yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen. I'm all about killing whitey. Lovely. Lovely sediments. <laughs> I just... That's, that's got to be a nice thing to just wake up, like, log into and be like, oh, here's a nice message for me. This is not a long question at all, but it, I just looked over and it broke my fucking head. Nice. Dear Vin, I'm a big fan. <laughs> but... <laughs> I wanted to know more about the real world. Can you help show me? <laughs> <laughs> Is he talking about the, the show? TV show? Or He's the... not talking about. He, I I fucking hope for the. <laughs> this is a gentleman. Um, he wants you to show him the world. It's so fucked. <laughs> it's fucked if it's the show and if it's for the There's real world. No scenario where yeah. this isn't oh, fucked. Yeah. So many levels. Had he said road rules, maybe would have been legit. <laughs> Wow. Ah. Wow. That was good. Shot out of a cannon tonight. Dear Vin, please read this. Here we go. Hello. My name is blank, blank, blank. I live in Denmark. I know you know a lot about the Illuminati. Yes. And I think you and I can help each other. Yes. I have questions about life, in quotations. That I think you can give me the answer to. He must know the other guy. In fact, I don't really know if you are part of it or you just know about it. But I know <laughs> that I am a part of it in some kind. All the songs I hear is in some kind about me and my life. Oh, boy. If you a series called South Park... Then I see it. It's like it's my life I watching and I really don't know why. All the Danish rapper singers are singing about my life in any song really. Any song I hear. 
if it's death metal or love songs or Danish rap, it's like they are trying to tell me something I don't know. I can tell you that I have lived in the so-called system all my life. In fact, since I have been born, after I turned 19 years old, here the 16th marts, I have been like I can't remember my whole life, H-O-L-E. You must help me, exclamation point. I need some answer, exclamation point. I think I am the Illuminati. Please write back, R-I-G-H-T. Right. What do you think about that? That made my head hurt listening to it. What do I think of that? Yes. He's well. <laughs> He's a complete organization, which is the Illuminati. Excuse me, I just sneezed. Bless you. That he, concludes Dear Event. He might. Maybe he knows the King Diamond. He's from the Denmark. He's the this is true. That's all he's got. He might have a connect. Maybe Listen, it is King Diamond writing him. You're telling me uh, Kim wrote me? I mean, in this world, anything's possible, my brother. Uh, King, King's King, in Texas, yeah. man. Yeah. In a castle. He's being short. Listen to the Deep Purple. Do they have castles in Texas? He, yeah, he has, he has one. one. Good for him. Uriah Heap. Good for him. Depp Purple catalog. <laughs> 17,000 CDs worth. Stack was taller than him. Listen. Ain't mad at that. Shit needs to happen, man. Voodoo. This is a fucking highway star, man. I'm a highway star. I'm going to throw it over to my good friend Pablo and ask him if he happens to have... Pablo's cheapo Well, you know, I'm sitting around the house, and as I'm doing this one, I'm going, oh, shit, this is a fucking tip. But like you said, like you said, I'm doing my everyday life. This is something that had never occurred to you that would be a tip. Now, before, I'm knee-deep in a fucking tip, and I don't even know I'm knee-deep in a tip. See, now he's starting to delve into his own psychological fucking... I don't know that he is, but... He's on... He's just... At the edge, Adam, I, was, I found you myself could, laughing could. at myself as it was See? happening. Well, that's yeah, yeah. there. You go. Yeah. Maybe we're helping. We're breaking ground. You could be knee deep in my tip, pal. Uh, <laughs> I was going to AO him, but I let him live. Jackie's just shaking her head over there at that one. <laughs> was that good, Jack? So I don't know how well this one's going to go over. All right. So with us or the fans? With you guys, the fans, schmans. All right. Fans, schmans. So, um. This one, there is a time limit on it, so I'm, I'm not absolutely crazy. This one, <laughs> Whoa. we'll be the judge of yeah. that, my friend. This was a super quick one. So, if I'm going to take a shower within two to three hours, all right, then so it's like two in the afternoon if you know you're taking one at like four five, or five. Right, right. Yo, keep it down. We're trying to do a show in here. Thanks. And so, <laughs> so between. Let's say that time and the time I take a shower. Yeah. To save water. Oh, no. If I have to take a piss, I piss in the shower. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait. Before wait, 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 wait. I. Yeah, yeah. He thinks we. He wanted to know if that would go over well with us. Like, that isn't enough to put him in an institution. Are you saying. Like, you're not talking about peeing while you're taking a shower. No, you open up the shower door, you piss in the shower, and then 
whatever. Once you take the shower yeah. three hours later, it just all washed away. Whoa, that's not what I thought I'm he calling meant. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Yo. I, I kind of thought that's what he was saying, but I'm going, no, nah, he means, like, nah, we nah, all nah, pee nah, in the nah, shower. Nah, nah, nah. I thought he meant if he knew, I say you got to take a piss. Depending on how bad, you, you, if you're comfortable, you know how you're like, oh, I'm going to hold it off because I'm comfortable right sure. now. I thought he meant, like, oh, I'm about to bust the shower soon. I'll just take a piss in the shower. So you're standing fully clothed. It's like you're at a urinal. You whip it out. It's whipped. Piss in the shower, and then you go back to doing what you do. Do whatever doing. you got to do, yeah. This is, look. You know how many. How Can like, we stop all the pee pipe talk? You know how many gallons of water are wasted doing that flush oh for a stupid God. just. just this, water. Uh, this goes back to something where Gavin talked about a sickness. This. <sighs> Is way bigger than a cheapo tip. This is mentally ill behavior. Absolutely. This can't be written off as cost effective, as saving, as something that, like, oh, it's just what we did in my family. No, not this. Is a fucking bizarre thing. So, would you would you also disapprove of just paying in the toilet and not flushing until like four hours? No, God, no. So you I'll don't do I'll it. flush a thousand times. So if I don't it, care. you don't do that, if it's brown, flushes down. If it's yellow, let it mellow. No, yeah, I don't you don't do, do that. Any of that. I, I, I'll That's say disgusting. this. I'll tell you, we'll do this shit. When, uh, I've said this before. At a certain time on tour, you know, when you're trying to pinch pennies in the early days, you, you room with people. You know what I'm saying? It's just like I said. But now, I, you know, we get our own rooms or whatnot. But every time I would go to take a piss, Crip and I would always bunk, you know? Every time I would go to take a piss, there would be like two gallons of fucking <sighs> dark yellow piss in the fucking thing. Oh, I'd be like, yo, man, you don't fucking flush the toilet? So Sometimes you got to make ends meet. That's, that's one way to make ends meet, man. No, it's really not. Gavin, what do you think about him walking into the shower and peeing? Well, he co-signs it. I don't. Um, hmm. How much is your water bill a month? Might be like ninety bucks. Are you trying? Uh, is so in your mind? Is this to save? Money? Save the whales. I'm trying to save the whales. This is to save. This is like save the environment. Yeah. Thing. Okay. I'm I'm looking out for you because you're fucking got a whole refrigerator full of bottled water. Pablo, Jeffrey, I'm not okay with this one. It's kind of th this one's kind of it's it's that's dirty, man. The best part is I don't clean the shower, so it doesn't matter to me. Oh you got your you got your little girls. They're not in my man. shower. This is only in my shower. Oh, this is j you're the only one who yeah. uses this shower. Yeah. Just you and the wifey. Yeah, I don't. So does she know that you do this? She will in three, <laughs> three to five days. She will by Tuesday. <laughs> um, yeah, this one I don't feel good about, pal. Not at all. Sorry. <laughs> I, my feelings towards you haven't changed. Thank but you. I feel like we need to discuss this off air. <laughs> yeah. I, like yeah. I, I want to try and help you with this one. Okay. This one's rough. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's all I have. You think like an hour span? Like it's okay within an hour? Nah. Or right what? before you're about to go in the shower? Why don't you jump in the shower and then piss while the water's on? Because I don't want to take a shower then. 
I have other stuff to do around the house. Piss in the toilet and flush it like a normal human being. Yeah, man, that's a little rough. This is deranged. This is fucking insane. I, I want. <laughs> I want to. I want to. It really is. I'm skeeved. I want to. I want to support you. I do, but I don't co-sign with anything that you say. But I want to. I want to have your back. This one's a little rough. Okay. Um, I don't think differently of you. <laughs> I think I think, I just, think a little differently. Like it just kind of, it just kind of. I still love him, but can I, can I use your shower real quick? <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of confirms that that you're a little crazy. You're fucked in the head. That's why you're one of us, pal. Thank yeah. you, thank you. Well, that's been. I don't know what it's been. That was rough. I, I don't know what we can even put that in the segment, but usually, dear Vin. Leaves me feeling creepy and disturbed. Yeah, that just outdid any. It's deer a hard, It's a bloodbath. That's what I'm here Fuck, for. Man, sticking with Pablo. This is the man. I need a shower st- after hearing this that. Yeah, stick it all over your stick it all over your feet if you go in the shower before me. So okay, let's do some mailbag. Let's lighten it up a little bit. Please change the subject. Okay, this is for the crew. This is from Gerald from Portland. Ooh, does he know Uber Gary? Sup, y'all. It's Gerald out in Portland. I was wondering your thoughts on the promotions here out west, like WCWC, PWG, Hood Slam, if you ever check them out. Love the show and proud to rep the gimmick gang. Much respect. So are you familiar with any of the... Uh, Hood Slam is trash. It's it's not good at all. PWG is, is probably the best indie in the world if... You realize that Ring of Honor is, is owned by Sinclair, so I don't personally consider it an indie. Evolve is in business with Vince. Um, to me, PWG and the Battle of Los Angeles that they do every year is must-watch. Uh, all those dudes that run it are great. Uh, Kevin Steen came out of there. Uh, Sami Zayn. All those dudes. Everyone great has come through there. Um the, the first one he said, the WWC. WCWC? Yeah, I, I don't know what that is, or or I do, and it's I just don't know it by that name or something. Could be like the Hobo Circuit or something. Yeah, it could yeah. be. I'm not hip to that one at all. But I, I've given you the PWG DVDs, Pro Wrestling Gorilla shit. Yeah, yeah, that I'm hip to, and, and what was the other one, Evolve? Nah, Hood, Hood Slam. Slam. Hood Slam. Uh, it's got a lot of buzz, I know that, but the little bit that I've seen, I'm not interested yeah, the shit I saw was the shits, but it's kind of. OG has a uh, comical, a brownie ice cream right now. That's right. He's got a deal going. His second you don't. set. Yep. We don't. Not you. You could have one if you want one. All right. Next one is from Bolt. What's Bolt. up, y'all? Big fan of the podcast. As a younger father, twenty-four years old. Of a three-year-old boy, I sometimes wonder if I'm doing my best as a parent. I work two jobs and been going to trade school at night to get my journeyman's license as an electrician. So I don't get as much time with my son as I would like and was wondering what kind of advice you have for raising him to have good morals and principles. Much love and thanks for your time. <sighs> it's kind Is this of, on me? <laughs> it's, I think, well, I mean... You're the most experienced. I mean, to me, the first reaction, you have to spend time with your children, but the first reaction, the kid works two jobs and is going to a trade school to try to better himself. That's obviously all for the child. So sometimes you have to look at long-term 
big picture stuff. So it sounds to me like you, right now you're doing what you feel you need to do in order to make the big picture and down the road um, a better situation for, for your son. So yeah, if you can't be there, then make sure to see if your family members can be there and just surround the kid with, with family and oh, love most yeah. important. Yeah. And it, it, you might have to go through a period of time where the schedule is not ideal to what you want. Exactly. Um, that's okay. You kind of suffer through it and then it, it sort of pays off in the long run. Um, it, I mean, from the little bit you told us, it sounds like you, you, you already have the answer to this and kind of already know what you need to do. So, Excellent. Okay, this one's from for Vinny from Jeff Geiger. Asked a lot of good questions. Vinny, Apathy was interviewed on a podcast, and in it he talked about how the making of the last AOTP record consisted of you guys emailing each other your verses as opposed to what many of the fans imagine, which is all of you hanging out in the studio. So my question is, do you remember when the use of email became a common thing for making collab albums? And do you still usually record with other artists in the same studio, even though email is a more viable option? I think everyone's first choice to, is to do it organically, which is to be together. You know, I mean, in terms of obviously, you know, working with Beans, you know, Beanie Siegel, we were together because it's in Philly. If someone's in New York or Philly or the, the area then that's the best way to get it done. I mean, the thing is with the AOTP shit, it's like, you know, to get everybody in one city for an extended period of time, so it's not just time-consuming, but financially it would it would be impossible. So I mean, it took 13 years to get everyone in the same city for like a four-city tour. Exactly. So. I mean, you were there... you. You were there from the first set, uh, 12 inch, you know what I mean? You And you were a part of it. That was 98. So you're talking 18 years ago since the inception of the group. And then from there, it took seven years from the 12 inch to make the first yeah, LP. Right. So, I, I mean, it's for me, I think the, another thing, I, I'll just end it with this. I think the average, the average artist does have that. I want to be in the same room or whatnot but i basically the the older i get the more um the more i want the studio to be something sort of like uh it's like a safe space for me so whereas i used to just you know drink crazy amounts open door policy yeah in the studio get drunk out of my mind high out of my mind in the studio open door policy mad people there i shut that shit down as of late so i'm not really mad at it because uh, you know in terms of how how we put it together be, uh, particularly because i work strange hours you know what i mean other people don't so there's just there's so many intangibles you know what i mean so it's it's all right. Okay. And the last question is for the whole crew. It's from Steve Sanders. Hey, everybody. I ran out of cologne. Do you have any recommendations? I mean, I don't give up my goods, man. My smell gimmick is... I, that's not... That's not to disrespect a brother, but I'm world-renowned for yes, smell goods. So I, to put somebody up on mine, I, I couldn't do it. But you're not... 
I'm not going to expose you, but you don't do you do like uh Look, man, you're already going too right, far, yeah, but, right. but if you want to say that I don't wear a, a a cologne. You don't wear a Jakar anymore. Is what we're, we could tell. Listen, man. Uh, you know that was. Fuck. This guy's out of fucking. He's off the rails. He don't know the rules. You don't wear old spice. He don't wear old spice anymore. He don't wear Jakar anymore. Old Come spice. On, I couldn't tell. I wear cologne, but I couldn't tell you a thing about it because my wife buys it for me. All I know is it's blue. I do the. I, uh, I, I do the, the polo black it. for work. Honest to God, it's a, it's in a fancy bottle. I bet it is. It's blue, and that's all I know. Jesus, I like it. It's all right. I mean, uh, she yeah. picks it out because I, like I, I would Ar- never buy that shit myself. I do the Armani Aqua and the uh, Polo Black for work. That's me. And that is the mailbag. <laughs> Jesus. Well, all right then. Uh, all right. Well, the, our final segment, as always, is recommendations. Even though the the early part of the show, I suppose, were recommendations, but for me. It it was just I was thinking of songs that uh, people might want to be put up on um, that you know didn't really. Usually, my recommendations for me usually it's it's uh, stuff I'm currently wrapped up in rather than going back. So uh, I can start. um, My recommendation is a band called Warfather. Um, that's a heavy name. It's crazy heavy name. Uh, Steve Tucker from Morbid Angel is the brains behind it. So, if you're a Morbid Angel fan, or you were a Morbid Angel fan, um, from Alters of Madness and stuff like that, uh, it's super similar and it's hard. It's it's hard as nails. They have two albums. One of them's brand new. Uh, maybe a few weeks old and it's again it's hard as nails Uh, I like it a lot so check them out they're called Warfather one word sicko I'm gonna do something that's really obvious Um, if you remember like a couple months back Pablo did want to make an excellent point when he recommended the young ones yeah like it's so good you wouldn't even think to say it yeah so I mine sort of that vein because I kind of it was looking for something to watch and I actually pulled out the DVDs and I realized it's been over 12 years since the Chappelle show came on the air. It's been a long time, man. And so there might be like a, I don't, I don't know if it's a, if generation is the correct word, but there might be a generation of kids that didn't know about it. I know it's, you know, they'll still air it once in a while. Yeah. Once in a while. But the first two seasons of the Chappelle show are some of the most brilliant, Comedy that's ever been done, and it just amazes me. I don't know where you can go and watch it. I bought the DVDs as soon as they came out because I knew this is something that eventually, when it's no longer on the air, I want to have this around. And it's just fucking like it's brilliant. I I can't co-sign the season that he wasn't involved in, but the first two seasons, like. There's not a miss in in the entire series. So it's on it, Netflix now. Is it on Netflix? There you go. If you've never sat down and watched the Chappelle Show, or if all you know is I'm Rick James, bitch, there's a lot more to it. And fucking watch it from start to finish. It's fucking. I mean, we all know how brilliant Chappelle is. Uh, the show is just a perfect reflection of of his genius. 
mine is a album from the Sicko uh, archives. So when Sicko was living on South Street, he was buying records like crazy and was just buying like one banging album after the next. So this one is um, Copper. Oh. So Garrett from Texas is the reason. If my, you're a fan of Texas is the my reason. My nemesis, Garrett. Yes. Um, this was his band before Texas where he didn't sing. He played guitar. There's a girl singer. It's fucking a phenomenal record. Um, it's called Drag Queen. It's on Equal Vision. Um, awesome record. Hard to find, too. It is hard to find. I I have a list on my phone of uh, recommended stuff that I go back to. And I just looked at the list and realized that I ran out of recommended. Yes. So I don't have one. Yes. <laughs> I, I've been. I, I was prepared. You know what you should. For re- weeks. You should recommend the night of. Recommend the ice cream you just had. What would you have? He's funny. He's funny. He this one. <laughs> when did you get? When did you buy that funny sicko? At the Seven Eleven with your coffee before you came here. Is that what happened? <laughs> he thinks he's funny. <laughs> I'm not mad. That you... OG. Yeah. Guess who shower on pissing in next. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I catch a heart attack. I'm going to go to 7-Eleven and get a coffee. And I heard that next to the shitty pizza, they also have some <laughs> funny I could buy. Shitty wow. pizza. Next to the shitty pizza. Yeah, there's some funny next to the shitty pizza. Yo, buy man, one, thing, I keep get one free. My eye and I'm going to fucking freak out, man. <laughs> I, I hate it so I much. It. The Jackie thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's bad. Did you I'm, take a picture of it, Sicko? Not a good one. I will. All right. One of us will have to on our real phones. Yeah. Sicko's got a fucking tomato can uh, I with a string. I got the phone the Pablo gave me. The real phone. Samsung. It's a four-year-old phone. No I mean, offense. That concludes did this. You have, did you have a recommendation? Yeah, you didn't do you did it. Oh, he did it. He was first. I started, man. I set the shit off. Man. Jeff, do you have one? Fuck, man. We just did a whole Sicko, thing. you got one? <laughs> I'm recommending The Night Of. It's a great show. Buy one, get one free. 7-Eleven. <laughs> Info at BrawlStreetBreakdown.com. I recommend said Sicko. You're stupid Sicko. And if you want stickers, don't just say send me stickers. You have to actually give me your address, too. Yeah. I'm starting oh, to get some of those. Yeah, yeah. See, Sh- Shows the intellectual acumen of... Here's the thing, man. Like... Pablo's willing to do a nice thing. You got it. You, you know. Maybe you halfway. Give me yeah, an address. Halfway. Tell yeah. him a joke. And be polite. Don't be like, oh, I want some stickers. Ask nicely. Pablo works hard. I could just put your name on and send it to the mailbox, and maybe they'll find you. But, yeah. but the address helps. I like that. <laughs> Tell him a joke. Do something for him. Yeah. All right. That concludes this episode of Broad Street Breakdown. We'll see y'all on Thursday. Peace. Peace. Peace.